Welcome to the first episode of the Crossing podcast. Here we have Tyson Geico. Thanks for guys. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me. Perfect. Um, I'll, uh, I'm Scott Godfrey. I'm one of the guys with the Crossing Barriers, and I'll ask some questions. Uh, so Tyson, thanks. It's great to talk to you again. Um, so we're super grateful you came on. Uh, first off. Hot seat time. We're in, uh, you know, we're at a bus stop. And you got 90 seconds to. Oh, you're kind of cutting out for me here. Let's, yeah, uh, okay, hold on seconds to gonna... talk to you, uh, talk to you, uh, tell everybody about yourself. Okay, I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna just do this there. <clears throat> okay, I think I got the, the gist of your question there. You said about 90 seconds to, to tell everyone about myself. So, um, <clears throat> I'm uh, living down in uh, New York. Now I've been working in lacrosse for a number of years. Uh, I guess I got my start uh, working in the sport in 2012. I was doing hosting on the Peterborough Lakers broadcast on Kojiko TV, um, and the team went on to win the Man Cup that year. So it was a nice little introduction um, to kind of the broadcasting side of the sport, and I fell in love with it. Um, I'd played for, for years prior to that too. And I guess that was really my, my transition from, um, going from a player to a, a media member. And then I just kind of stuck with it. Um, an opportunity came about, uh, after I just finished my master's in broadcast journalism to work with, uh, the national lacrosse league. And I, I jumped on board, um, with the league and, and worked for the league for two seasons. Um, and after that, I started my own kind of avenue called the lacrosse flash um, and, uh, stuck with that for a couple of years before joining the, um, Vancouver Canucks and Vancouver Warriors did some work with them in arena hosting, um, doing stuff on the game presentation side. And unfortunately COVID shut that year down. We were, um, having, you know, quite a bit of success between the Canucks and the Warriors and things were going really well. Um, and COVID did shut things down. So I kept things going with the lacrosse flash and started to work with the Halifax Thunderbirds at that time, though I was across the country and I, uh, ended up moving across the country to live in Halifax and join the team as a director of communications. Um, so I worked for a season with the team there, started Thunderbirds 360, which was, um, a kind of documentary series, the first of its kind in the NLL, uh, really proud of, of the work that we were able to do there. And from there, um, I was uh, noticed by the, the New York Riptide and, and GF Sports Entertainment and given an opportunity to come down um, south of the border for the first time. Uh, mind you, I'd gone to school um, in the States a couple times, but um, it was my first uh, job in the U.S. and kind of tough to do as a Canadian um, to get a job down here. So, you know, I jumped at the opportunity and um, got the chance to, you know, work with, 
probably the best lacrosse player in the world in Jeff Teat uh, and, a, and a great team down here. Uh, grateful that Rich Lisk, our, our EVP and GM, uh, brought me on board. Um, and uh, just been trying to grow the game down here and, and, you know, get more butts and seats. I also work with uh, World Long Drive Golf and Atlanta Open Tennis as well as the Dallas Open. Uh, so that's been uh, pretty fun to, to kind of, you know, expand my horizons as well. And I've really enjoyed working on um, those different sports uh, too, kind of in the off season of, of lacrosse, but really looking forward to getting things going again with the Riptide and, um, you know, got one year under my belt here. So excited to see what we can do next year. Nice. Pretty awesome. I think, I think you're on mute there, Scott. There. Wow. Um, what made you want to be on uh, Lacrosse and Barriers podcast? I know we asked and you said yes, but how come yeah. Lacrosse and Barriers? Well, um, you and I have, have been talking for, uh, I guess, what, a few years now. Um, and, yeah. uh, you know, I really respect and appreciate uh, what you're doing. Um, and you've done a great job at, at marketing um, the brand as well, you know, with your apparel and, um, getting in touch with um, a bunch of players who have, have been you know proud to wear your gear and i think the, uh, the efforts are are awesome um just you know getting the sport in front of more people getting more people involved making it more accessible um like i said i, I really respect and appreciate that and i've always got time for um people who are uh making efforts like this to, to grow the game of lacrosse uh, I never say no to to an opportunity like this, and um, you know to be your first guest, uh, it's a big honor. So uh, I was happy to uh, to join you guys this morning. Yes, cool. Um, so do you have uh, do you have any ties to marginalized communities or adaptive sport yourself? Um, I, I don't know if I'm am I frozen here. I think my, my eyes are frozen there on your uh, on the screen. I good on my end. One sec. Yeah, I'm good. Oh, there we go. Okay, great. Um, yeah, so so last season with the uh, New York Riptide, <clears throat> we walked, we launched uh, Teats Warriors, um, where we brought um, kind of students and um, just you know young athletes out to Riptide games. Um, they were given you know free tickets. Uh, they got the opportunity to come down and, and meet. Um, Jeff Teat and then different Riptide players. We did a little autograph session before. Um, they, you know, they retreated to a game and, and given an experience. Um, so they came in. You know, I think we hosted uh, Bronx Lacrosse, Harlem Lacrosse, um, and uh, you know, we're going to continue to do that next year and just make the sport more accessible. Try to get more eyes on it and and you know uh, introduce. Uh, kids to the sport of box across um in this area down here you know there's so many people that um we can reach out to where we're so close to such a big metropolis so um i think it's important that we uh you know make lacrosse accessible for everyone and, and um, give everyone the chance to come and catch a game yeah and it's funny for one of the quieter guys on the planet i haven't met jeff but everyone says he'll give 26 hours in a day to help um yeah Fantastic yep. guy. 
Um, you've, got, you've got Dan Lomas, and Dan is an, a friend of the program. One of the first guys to jump on the bandwagon was Dan. Uh, mm-hmm. Marginally crazy, but that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he, certain, he certainly is. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, so what do you – with lacrosse bears, you've been on, as we say, you've been on the bandwagon since day one. Um, pretty much. What do you want to see happen? Um, what do you want to see happen? What do you want us to do? If you could give us two or three things to help grow the game, uh, what do you? What would you say? Like giving us, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, like different goals for everybody can learn from. That's tough. I I think you guys are doing such a great job at at everything. I don't know if there there are many pointers I can give. You know, more events um, would be great, and and just keep you know, stretching things across the country and um, getting in front of people and, and getting people involved. Um, I think you're you're off to a, a great start. So I don't know if I've got any, you know, specific pointers for you. I think um, I think you're you've got you got things on track. So just keep it up. Excellent. Um, Cedric the entertainer. You gotta yeah. tell us about it. You gotta tell us about <laughs> that golf thing, man. It, uh, for those who don't know, uh, check out Tyson's uh, Instagram posts. He did a, an event, and you got to hang out with Cedric the Entertainer. Like, you got to tell us pretty, about that. Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm actually working on a video right now for that uh, right now. But um, I got the opportunity to go down to um, uh, Miami uh, to go to DJ Khaled's golf tournament with one of our athletes, Kyle Berkshire, who's probably the biggest name in the sport of world long drive. Um, Kyle and DJ have, uh, I don't know, do you refer to him as DJ or Khaled? Or, I'm not sure, but uh, Kyle and, and Khaled have been friends for a while now. Um, DJ Khaled's got into golf uh, in a big way as of late. Uh, excuse me. So he, um, he, he hosted this golf tournament and there were so many people in attendance. It was uh, it was really cool. It was, it was a crazy 24 hours um, going, you know, like P. Diddy's there, um, Ja Rule, Fat Joe, Serena Williams, like the, the, the list kind of went on and on. And um, it, it was a really hot day, but a ton of fun. Cedric the Entertainer was kind of in our group. Um, so I was there filming, doing some behind the scenes stuff. Um, and we got to, to talk to a few other uh, pretty cool people too. Uh, Quavo from uh, Migos and um, AJ from the Backstreet Boys, uh, Joey Fatone <laughs> from NSYNC. Wow. So, um, yeah, um, it, it was uh, it was a really cool experience to uh, to be down there, and um, you know, I hope I get another opportunity like that sometime in life. But um, yeah, uh, it's cool where where you know sports can take you, right? Like I, I wouldn't have got that opportunity if it wasn't for um, the work that I've done in lacrosse and getting on board with the Riptide. Um, you know, it, it all kind of led to that. So um, I was appreciative of, of that opportunity for sure. Yeah. So your music, uh, this yeah. is now it's now it's it's now all about Tyson. This is all about you. Uh, what's going sure. on? With the, what's up? What's going on with the music? And what's next? Yeah, it's been put on pause for, for a little bit. Um, I've just been traveling so much with work and uh, haven't spent too much time on Long Island here. So I haven't really got the opportunity to uh, connect with different musicians around the area. But uh, I'm searching for um, 
people to play with and and uh, i'd like to you know get back in the studio at some point start writing again and and uh record uh some new new songs it's just an expensive process so um you can check out what i've got out there right now the band's called the run wild and um you know our our, our big song is probably don't need it uh, my personal favorite is place of poison um but yeah it's all on spotify and, and you can have a listen love the name thank you we might have to uh, we might have to get permission to use some of that music as our background music on the intro yeah you're you're more than welcome perfect um so uh, so how did you get into long drive uh, is that just because uh, it's fascinating to me yeah our our company acquired long drive um before the, the start of the long drive season the tour i should say and um you know as a new acquisition um we we kind of our company took full control and um put you know money into production and and social media um we're back on the golf channel for the first time since 2019 which is uh great uh for the sport and we've seen significant growth in terms of our, our number numbers on social um and just getting the sport um you know the the attention that it deserves and to be honest with you when i started uh back in may uh, when the riptide season was done i i didn't know what to expect and i was like oh this might be a long summer but it took maybe an event and a half and I, I really fell in love with it. And um, it's interesting. It's, it's not just, you know, hitting longest drives. Uh, there's a lot more that goes into it and you have to kind of understand the format. Um, but the athletes are all fantastic to work with. All really great people. Some of them are, are becoming friends quite quickly. And um, yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed my time on the tour. It's uh it's cool to see where the sport's heading, and, and I know that we're going to be in, in some different markets next year um, with our events, and, and I think that there may be a couple that uh, are outside of North America, which is really exciting. So looking forward to, to the future there, and um, hopefully we can continue um, on the right path. So if anyone wants to tune in, it's going to be on the Golf Channel, uh, August 28th, 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern, and... It'll go till 10 p.m. So the, the women are first, the men are second. Uh, in that, that first hour block is the women, second is, is the men. And um, it's going to be live, well, not live, live to tape uh, from Kingsport, Tennessee. Um, so pretty cool event. And then the world championships go in October. Uh, so we're, we're, you know, pushing people to watch the broadcast. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's an extremely exciting sport. So, um, you know, hopefully we keep heading in the right direction here. It's cool. It's funny. There's uh, there's been a guy from Calgary. I know at one point. Oh, what? you'll know his name. I there's a guy from Calgary that was a world long drive champion for a long time. Then uh, Lisa. Uh, what was it? I should have done. Uh, he. This was like ten years ago. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jason. Jason Zubik. Jason Zubik. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And uh, and, and yeah. then Lisa. Um, Starts with her last name, sorry, Long, Lisa Longball. Uh, she was a very significant player. But um, last, one of the last guys we got uh, uh, tennis. Uh, you, you got to go down and do a, a couple of events. Uh, what? Uh, how did that? That just the same thing through uh, <coughs> through your your company? 
Yeah, GF Sports and Entertainment owns uh, the Dallas Open and Atlanta Open. So, you know, um, I went down there and, and got to work with a pretty cool social and production team. Um, it was uh, a lot of work, pretty busy days just zipping around, and it's so hot down in Atlanta, right? You're, you're out there just melting in the sun. But, um, you know, I... I Kind of get a task and and hey this person's going to be at this court at this time and go and, and and cut something and put something together on the fly and um it was it was great to to do something you know um i guess different than lacrosse i i think that i'm going to go into this season um like a much better producer and uh it, it was great to kind of you know sharpen my tools and and i feel more confident in my production skills after it so yeah uh, great event um it, uh, it it was cool to go down there. Got to got to meet Cam Newton, which was uh, awesome since I'm a Carolina Panthers fan. Um, yeah, so he was a, he was a great guy. And, Pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, getting getting to work with a team down there was was a lot of fun. Got the chance to kind of bond with um, my team at GF Sports Entertainment too, which was special. So um, looking forward to the next event already next year. It, uh, it was a lot of fun. It comes and goes pretty quick, but uh, you know, we we had a good time. Yeah, I uh, it just it's I I lived in France I lived in France with sports at one point and there was a satellite tour a qualifying event indoor in the town I was in and man it uh, there's so many parallels to how dynamic and fast tennis is to lacrosse like guys you know guys come around to pick and some of those guys are just people think there's no small guys on tour anymore they're all like these amazing athletes and they're just wow right they're all you're all pros. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I was, and it's one of those sports that until you see it live, it doesn't do it justice on TV. Not near. No, it's it's true, and it's a very fun sport to film too. <clears throat> yeah. You know, like when I'm shooting it, you know, I was I was switching between three different lenses and at any given match to get different different shots um, and try to capture you know the moment as best I could. So, yeah, it was. Um, it, it was exciting. Like I said, I'm already looking forward to next year. That's such a great time. Excellent. Nice. Um, so last question. Thank you for your time. So grateful, uh, Tyson. Um, Flash. Yes, thanks. One of the coolest guys on the planet. Yeah. Uh, t- yeah. Tell us, you got to give us an update on Flash, the the Flash update. What's going on with my guy? Yeah, Flash, he's been back in Ontario with my parents for the summer. I've just been traveling so much, unfortunately. So it didn't make sense to have him down here um, and just, you know, keep him at the sitter all the time. And and my mom is particularly great with him, and um, she's an overprotective grandmother with him. So she she always, um, you know, she sends me some updates, and I know that he's in good hands, but um, I'm going to be looking forward to, to getting him back here um, you know, probably after the the travel's done with long drive, um, and we we kind of get a little bit closer to the, the little cross season. Um, I love having him around. He uh, he helps me get up and at it early, and and um, you know get outside walking multiple times a day. So I lost a bunch of weight when I had him down here with me because uh, he likes to uh, to be active, and, and I like to you know let him run around and stuff like that. So. Yeah, hopefully I'll have him back soon, but he's he's doing well. Um, spends a lot of time up at the cottage in Ontario, so he's he's a happy dog um, and loves to fetch. 
never never stops uh, fetching the stick. So, yeah. <clears throat> now what kind of what breeds? Uh, so, so everyone knows Flash is Tyson's dog. What kind of He's, how old is he? Yeah. What kind of breed is he? Flash is a year and a half now, and um, he is a Nova Scotia duck tolling retriever. Um, so they're they're beautiful dogs, extremely smart, very very active. Uh, if you're going to get one, you, you got to be ready because they they need a job. They like to be on the move all the time. So um, yeah. yeah, but he's he's a great dog. I don't, I don't know. He's I'd say the best dog I've ever had. He's uh, he's extremely smart and and just you know he's gentle and. Um, yeah, terrific dogs. Yeah, and he's he's pretty, he might give you the hairy eyeball and the stink eye for uh, having them stay with grandma for a whole summer, but you know he'll get over. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure. Uh, like I said, he's having a good time as long as he's at the cottage. He's not complaining. Yeah, uh, where's where's the cottage? If I can uh, put that out there. Yeah, uh, it's up in the the Perry Sound area, so yeah. kind of just north of Burke's Falls. It, that's the, the best way to put it. Um, yeah. the, the bigger lake, we're, we're on a lake called Spring Lake, but the bigger lake is Eagle Lake uh, just beside us. And some people are, are a little bit more familiar with that. But it's it's further up there than Muskoka. So um, sometimes yeah. people don't know the town specifically. Perry Sound, home of Bobby York. Yeah. Uh, um, <clears throat> perfect. Well, thanks a lot. Um, do you have, is, is there any rumblings whether the Riptide are going to come out West at all in the next 20 years? Uh, yeah. The, um, you know, we didn't play Calgary last year. We were supposed to, and then the schedule changed last minute, but I know there's going to be some changes to the scheduling this year. Well, we lost, uh, well, we lost, uh, Tyson. Uh -huh. we'll, get, we'll get him back. We'll get him, we'll get him to redo that question in a sec. No, there, there we go. go. We're on? Okay, cool. Yeah. We're back. Yeah, so there have been some changes to the schedule. I know, you know, that should be announced soon, but um, the, the plan is to, uh, to play more teams. And I think that um, given the fact that we didn't play Calgary last year, we should this year. So it all depends if, um, they come to us or, you know, we go to them. Uh, we were in Vancouver last year. Uh, we, we didn't play Sask at all. So, yeah, there's a, a couple teams on our, our schedule that uh, or, or that should be on our schedule this year. I think we'll probably go, you know, if it's Calgary, we'd go there once. Um, and then the next year they'd come to us. So that's uh, probably what you can expect. Yeah, I think it's good. Um uh, drafts coming up. Can you give us some predictions? Anything? Uh, how you guys are? What What do you think you guys will? Uh, what do you think coach is going to uh, grab out of the pool? And, we, and where uh, do you well, guys draft? What position are you guys? We're at number three right now, the, with the number There's three a, overall yeah. pick. So, <clears throat> yeah, it it, uh, it should be interesting. There's there's you know there's lots of talk, and Rich Lisk is always you know manning the phones and. Um, brewing up some deals and I really like the, the moves that he's he's made uh, over the course of the summer to get our team uh, in a better position. We've added a couple vets and John LaFontaine and Mitch Wild. Um, yeah, getting Damon Edwards back was, is absolutely huge for us. I like the, the progression uh, that we've seen from Cam Dunkerley uh, in between the pipes. <clears throat> and then, you know, even up front, we've we've gotten a little bit better with uh, Kyle Matisse, and and I know that Rich is still talking about some moves. So, um, 
maybe maybe we see moves on draft day. Not sure, but uh, we do have a you know a good spot with that um, that uh, first round pick, and uh, lots of good teams are built through the draft. So um, you know, I, I think we're in a good position. We're we're going to keep moving forward, um, and uh, you know, I think you see a much more competitive product on the floor this year. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm getting nice. Mitch. I uh, hate to see him leave Calgary. One of the nicest, one of the, Mitch is one of the nicest guys on the planet too. Like one of the most unflat, tough, competitive. Uh, I was joking yeah. with somebody, and he's one of the most unremarkable, in my opinion. Mitch is one of the most unremarkable superstars in the world. He just does everything well, and it's like, yeah. You, you notice him when he's not on the floor, but when he's on the floor, he just blends. You know, and he's just. Uh, it's going to be. Uh, I think it's a big. I think it's a big season of change for all the teams. Uh, Vegas did so well last year. Um, mm -hmm. You guys picked up huge pieces. I've got Larson. You've got Teeter. You've got uh, I don't know, Leo. You, you've got just so many guys that are just starting to connect. And I know, uh, anyway, like I said, uh, you got Dunkerley, and it's going to be an interesting year this year for a lot of teams. So. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Sask, Sask is, uh, is an interesting one. They're, they've completely, almost completely cleaned house. Um, and I think you're going to see lots more moves from them because I know Derek Keenan is um, quite the magician with, with some of the trades that he pulls off. So interesting to see what happens there. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's going to be another competitive season. I think uh, most teams are, are all going to be kind of in that hunt. Um, Buffalo is looking yeah. good again. They're going to be the top dog. And um, I think, to be honest with you, I think our Riptide team matches up with them quite um, quite well. So, you know, we took them to overtime last year in, in that second game. And even the first game uh, that we played them back in January of last of this year, um, we, we had them tied at, at half. I believe it was 7-7. Seven, seven. So, um, you know, we just... Our, our team here all the time has to put a full 60 minutes together, but it's the truth. I think being consistent the whole way and uh, just believing we can win is, is going to be important for, for this roster. I agree. And I think it's, I think the, it's such a white label word to say the parody in the league, but if you look at teams and, you know, Guys that were drafted last year, they're coming into the league this year because there was quite a few teams had guys that went back for their fifth year, and and with the draft eligible, it's there's a that that top ten in the draft is pretty strong. So I, I yeah, I, um, I just I, I've always there's this this is going to be ahead. the last year where where guys are able to go back for for that fifth year, and then we won't see this again. So yeah. I'm I'm thankful as a guy that you know works with a, an NLL team. It's it's nice to you know get a pick and see him come into the lineup right away. Um, but you know we we do have uh, last year's first round pick and Zach Deacon coming out for us this year. So really excited to see uh, what he does. He's uh, he's been a leader at, at literally every level. Um, so uh, going to be you know exciting to see him in our lineup. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a friend of the program too, uh, and. Uh... One of the great, because nothing says lacrosse like uh, Florida and a dolphin. Um, so, but he's a Northman alum, and uh, he's been on board with us. And uh, yeah, he's he's just playing good. He's with you. You got Lafontaine, and you've got Jeff and Sonny and other guys up front. That's 
that just doesn't hurt your cause to have a guy who can find the back of the net and share the ball. Uh, yikes. Uh, yes. Well, anyways, Tyson, we're going to let you go. Uh, thank you very much again. Uh, we're just really grateful. Uh, and uh, we will let you know so that you can uh, let people know when this is going to air. Uh, oops, we might have to edit that out because I just said this is going to be edited. But um, thanks very much for coming out. And uh we will uh, we'll talk to you soon, and uh, remember, the store is open, and uh, maybe d just uh, don't let your T-shirt get stolen anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, it's a long story, <laughs> folks. Tyson, Tyson, has, Tyson has a lacrosse barrier stuff, and it keeps getting stolen on them. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, thank you very much for having well, me. Uh, have I a good day. You betcha. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, take care, guys. Uh,